0: episode 72 Raiding the kingdom this is madness the 2022 nfl combine episode this is madness it is indeed madness coach what's up let's just talk about it uh, dude, combine was nuts the
1: combine was nuts man it is uh obviously you know everyone's in shorts and a t-shirt or a cut off and it's like you know it, you don't you're not in pads you're not in a helmet but still seeing some of these dudes run uh jump Bench press, it's just these guys are freak athletes and like you look like an Evan Neal who didn't actually uh, you know com- compete in any of the drills, but you just saw him without a shirt on and this dude's three hundred and thirty-five pounds, and you're it just like no wow. sense to me. It made it yeah. literally was like I was it was mind blown. It was like you're it was like I was in the Twilight Zone or I was getting mine, you know what. Um so the uh, it'd be cool to kind of just see like the um the evolution of the combine just from like 10, 15 years ago to where we're at now and like what level these guys are on. I think it was like the, I think they had the most sub, I don't know it was sub four threes or sub four fours. Sub four fours. Sub yeah. four fours in combine history, right? So it's just like these guys keep getting faster and the amount of speed and athleticism that continues to come to the NFL is incredible. So, uh, Yeah, this is how desperate we are for football. We're running, we're watching dudes for four days run around in shorts and uh, do crazy drills. So uh, so that's all we have. It's all we have, and and we we got to get our fix, man. So I I got my fix. I got to. uh, I didn't get to see every. I know I'm not going to sit there and watch every drill, but I got to see some of the D linemen, which were which we'll talk about later, Um, and see the good good amount of running backs and wide receivers and stuff. So it's always fun to watch, and it was this this year did not disappoint for sure.
0: For real. So, what the way we're going to do the show is, we're each going to pick three players that we think their stock rose, and then we'll also respectively do three players whose stock we think slid. So, we're not going to proclaim them as "quote unquote" losers or and or winners as they'll they'll do on a lot of articles because a lot of these guys are still going to go first round or close to it. But as we've seen, the difference in you know when you're selected is huge as far as uh, I mean many things, but as far as the money goes, for example, I think the difference between ten. If you went 10th or 15th overall, was $5 million. Five spots, that's it. And you could easily slide five spots just for how you perform this weekend. So uh, we'll get into it. All right. I'm going to start us off with offensive tackle Ikeem Iquanu. I think I said it right, from North Carolina State. Mm-hmm. Um, so Evan Neal, as we know, opted out. Um, Iquanu was... You know, the offensive line highlight of the weekend, he gave some great interviews. He had a sub five on his 40. His on-field workout was just literally, you know, it was above all the rest. Um, I'm thinking that based on what we saw there, he could potentially go first overall. He could potentially be the first O-lineman taken. You've seen a lot of mock drafts with, you know, the big guns. Um, And they have him going at at different spots. But I think Neil may have, you know, kind of made it, Made a mistake, not not going. You kind of saw him on the during the on-field workouts, kind of like watching in, in the back row. Like I really want, I, I really want to do this, but you know, his agent clearly told him to wait for the pro day, or we're just gonna you know ride ride uh, ride the tape and see how that goes. But um, so I think Aquanu really boosted up his his stock, and they're already saying there's a difference with you know Neil is about business and he wants in, and then I think it was Daniel Jeremiah said Aquanu has hate. Hate in his eyes, and you just see it on the field. So if if who are they going to take? If they're about about equal skill sets, they're going to take the hungrier hungrier guy of the two. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you saw anything yeah, else. Iguanu
1: like that. big enough to block the sun, man. He is a he, he is a massive human being. Um, you know, a lot of mock drafts. Like I said, I'm kind of a mock draft uh, junkie. Um, so I've seen a lot of things. I've seen Hutchinson. I've seen Quanu, I've seen, um, you know, uh, the Oregon Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Um Yeah. So it could really go anywhere, but Aquanu is a freak athlete, and if you're Jacksonville, man, you, you got to protect Trevor Lawrence. So if I were them, he's probably the more athletic um just a freak of a human. And if you got hate in your eyes, you need to hate in your eyes as your left tackle in the NFL. So I I like him a lot. And he definitely improved his stock uh, by, by a long shot. So uh, hopefully. Yeah. And
0: that's what I said, is even if you went from third to one or two to one, yeah, it doesn't matter. You you know, he, he came across in a positive way. 100%. 100%. 100%. Uh, My next one is wide receiver, Christian Watson from North Dakota state. As far as the winners go, they said that he, the consensus was he won with the receivers. I mean, I know Alave and Wilson, the, the big names, had a great weekend as well. But he ran a 4, 3, 6 40, um, 11-foot, I think 4-inch broad jump, which is huge, 38 and a half vert. He's 6'4", 210. His on-field workout was excellent. Um, he's just a high-performing athlete. I, I don't think he's going to be going in the first. I would say like maybe a late second, early third, uh, maybe even mid-second. Um, but he he definitely got his name out there a little bit more. He's definitely rising up boards, and as you said, he's you know he doesn't have a corner on him. He doesn't have safeties bearing down on him. You know, right now anybody could look good on that. But there were even a lot of a lot of throws from the quarterbacks were not all that precise. And a lot of these guys were able to work with it and some weren't. So it was still just a shred of adversity on an otherwise pretty controlled setting, but Christian Watson, um, I was impressed.
1: Yeah, me too. I think he, he could sneak into the end of the first round. Just, it just depends on how receiver heavy we go. Obviously we got a lot of really good receivers in this, uh, in this draft. Um, but that also provides a lot of depth too, but yeah, you're right. I would say at the, at the latest, the end of the second round, uh, but yeah, stud. You know, D1, AA school, North Dakota State is. um yeah, that's where Carson Wentz re- went. So th- they've been consistently yep. a very good, uh, very good team, consistently winning national championships. So they can still recruit and get good guys. Um, but yeah, he definitely improved his his draft stock by by a lot. So good good on him.
0: And then my third is kind of a stretch, and and I told you that I had thought about it a few times, but I'm going to give it to quarterback Malik Willis from Liberty. Um, so he showed a strong arm. I think he more so, you know, he wasn't the most accurate. Um, he, this kind of drives me nuts is when you talk about how fast you are, but then you don't run the 40 kind of irritates me. Um, I think two quarterbacks ran the 40. So, so that,
1: that, that I told you that stat and that is actually wrong on my part. I should have dissociated. Oh, what was it? It was, it was more than two quarterbacks. So like when I was watching it, it was like, was it more than
0: two quarterbacks that anyone cared about?
1: Yeah, so I think Desmond Riddler Riddler ran. So when I was watching the combine when the quarterbacks were running, it was like Jack Cohn and a quarterback from Kent State. Uh, Jack Cohn ran, Kent State quarterback ran, then Jack Cohn ran again because they said there weren't any any quarterbacks um, running. So I guess maybe it happened a little bit later. I just missed it. So that's misinformation on my part, so I set you up for that. But um, yeah, how Malik Willis didn't run, especially when that's like a big thing on him kind of crazy to me, but you know, it is what it is.
0: But in general, I think uh, kind of off the field, he gave a lot of great, and this is where you can win even without, despite your on-field performance, a um, lot of great honest answers. He talked about his accurate issues. He cited some immaturity in the past and then whether he did it for the cameras or not helping a homeless person on the side of the road in Minneapolis yeah. looks pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, the the new thing is oh we want character guys character guys well there you go whether it was you know staged or not um, so I think he just get, left a very good lasting impression you know he's mocked to the the Steelers a lot I think you you had an, another idea where you thought he might go um, to maybe not, Washington in general like obviously that, yeah. As, yeah. there's the, yeah he- as we know not a great quarterback class this year but um, that was one of the few highlights I think from that group um. But yeah, so uh, instead of going to my negatives, why don't we jump right into your three okay. positives and we'll bounce back, so bounce back to me the, after that.
1: The um, the highlight to me in the um, in this combine, um, and the the athletic freakness of this human being is is really like in my opinion right now unmatched. And that's Jordan Davis, you know, defense tackle from Georgia. It has um, to be. Watching this guy run, I like I really couldn't believe it. I remember I texted you immediately, like, "Yo, Jordan Davis just ran a four eight four forty. um, and his official time ended up actually being four. He ran a four seven eight forty at three hundred thirty six pounds and six six. It's and like that's Unreal. that's like barely behind Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's just like insane. His broad jump was ten 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 point three feet. Uh, he's just a freak athlete, man. I mean, you saw this guy uh, during the year, you know, there was talks about him winning the, uh, him winning the Heisman, you know, that wasn't actually going to ever really happen, but him just being in the conversation as a D tackle um, just shows what kind of dominance he is. Um, You know, I'd seen a lot of people maybe rate him in the mid twenties. I think that he might be in the teens now as far as a pick goes actually saw some, some mocks have him at the, going to the Raiders. So I hope that doesn't happen. So I was,
0: I was literally thinking about that today because you Yannick Crosby and then Davis up the middle. Oh my god! It would be like it that. would
1: be ridiculous, ridiculous. Right? Um,
0: but I think, like you said, is after this he's going to be high enough. Yeah, gonna, yeah. He, he was the winner of the combine. Let's let's be he, real. He is. That's why we had to talk about him. It's the easy answer, but we had to talk yeah. about him. And
1: then, him. so my my second pick is somebody I said to watch in the combine, and you know, close to my heart, being a uh, being a UConn guy, um, Travis Jones. He ran a 4.940. He's like three hundred twenty three pounds, three hundred twenty five pounds. So he's not that he's not that uh, lighter than um. Davis, but if you look at Jones, like built, uh, he's just, he, I don't know if he's just more chiseled or what. He's just, he's very much, he's he's built like an Aaron Donald, but obviously weighs more. He's just, he's just a freak, man. He killed it at the senior bowl. Uh, a lot of people said that he would have been the shining light at this um, uh, combine among the D tackles and D ends if it wasn't for Jordan Davis. Um, so props to him, just, just killing it. Um, and then my, my third person was, uh, Alec Pierce, Alex Pierce from Cincinnati wide receiver. This guy six three two eleven, uh, ran a four, one, four, ran a 4 4140 which is, you know, right in line with, you know, I, I want to say right in line, but I think that's pretty good for someone at, at his size and weight. Um, 11 foot jump, a broad jump and, uh, 40 and a half, uh, 40, 40 and a half introvert. Um. So he's he he can jump. He's fast. Um, he's he's a big guy. I guess kind of like an Allen Robinson type, uh, where he can uh, he can be a big threat in the end zone, uh, the red zone. Um, and I think he increased his um, increased his draft stock as well. Um, I know I kind of jumped up and didn't give you a chance to jump in on any of those. Did you have anything to say? Or? I'm
0: just listening. I'm. I mean, I, I kind of had similar feelings. They, they were. Where where do you think he's gonna gonna land? Pierce. Yeah.
1: Pierce, uh, you know, there's it's so wide receiver heavy. He'll he'll probably be a third, fourth round guy. Um, he might have improved his draft stock from it's it just I, I don't I think there's just gonna be a huge run on receivers. And I don't know if it's gonna be like the yes. second or third round, but I just think we're gonna see like uh you know, pick, 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 wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Cause you just you got young quarterbacks, you, you need to give them weapons. And uh, you, you drafting someone in the third, fourth round, you're getting them at a relatively cheap price. So um, I, I could see a, a huge run in the third or fourth round, but I think Pierce maybe got himself up to the third round, um, you know, which is a little bit more money. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, he's not a second or first round pick in my opinion, but you know, who knows he could go yeah. show it on his pro day and some GM just finds a diamond in the rough, you know, like he, you find with like a Debo Samuel or a Terry McLaurin, you know, like, those guys got drafted in the second and third round. So, and look, you know, they're two of the best wide receivers in the NFL right now. So, anything can happen. You know what I mean? So, we'll, we'll see. But exactly. probably like third round or what I would, would be my guess.
0: And even even if it's not a huge rise, it's just great for their names to be out there because a lot of yeah, because you know, you're, outside you're looking of scouting departments, didn't know who these guys are. You know, we're so focused on those first rounds. Yeah, you look at those
1: articles, and it's like you know, biggest risers. You know, but GMs pay attention to that. And obviously, like they don't necessarily. Read some article from some random website, but they, they can obviously see if somebody from a random website's pointing out these guys, they've obviously recognized them too. So
0: like NFL spin zone. Yeah. NFL like spin
1: that. zone. Yeah.
0: The Raider Ramble. The Raider Ramble. Ramble yeah. The, all those,
1: all those.
0: Yeah. All those random ones. All right. Um, so now we're going to segue into three guys who stock slid a little bit. Um, one of mine is very depressing to me, but I'm going to, going to go through it. So first I'm going to start with your boy, Devin Lloyd linebacker from Utah. Um, he's already been slated to be the top linebacker in the draft. Um, kind of like the guy that's going to go after him. He ran a four six six forty. It was kind of glaring. His on field drills weren't exceptional. Um, I think just he, he's he's being touted as this guy with that sideline to sideline speed and obviously just a powerful man. And um, the four six six doesn't really translate all that well. And like we said, it's it could just be one off weekend. Um, but he was originally projected to go top twelve. Now they're saying it's not as likely. Um, a lot of the linebackers had some pretty outstanding workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, still on tape, I think he is the best one. But definitely, you already hear hear the chatter about him sliding down just a little bit, which uh, I don't think he's uh, going to fall to. I don't know if we'll, where I, are you at thirty.
1: Yeah, he's not falling to us. Yeah, Gable no. and him—that would be. I would completely implode. Oh my god! Um, but I, I think Lord. I heard with him, I. Th- think he might have been sick or had some sort of uh, – Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, I don't know if it was – I thought I saw that with him. But then, uh, see, then I'll just give him more credit for showing yeah. up because – Yeah, it's it's a matter of a couple picks with that dude. But then again, pro day. We we, we put so much in the combine, which is important, but the pro day can just kind of negate what happens in the combine or just improve your stock. So we shall see. But...
0: Right. And ironically enough, as we talk about this, the Patriots have released uh, linebacker Van Noy. Again, Maybe they will go back to Miami. Interesting, here. I know, right? And then come back Thanks, again. Yeah. Um, all right. So next, I've got the one that I've been I've been raving about, Traylon Burks from who I found out is pronounced Traylon, not Traylon. So Traylon Burks from Arkansas, the receiver. Um, once again, not a terrible slide. I think that if you're enamored by this guy, you're all about it. He had the biggest crowd around him on media day. He did give some great interviews. Talks about hog hunting. Like you leave something memorable. That the headlines are going to grab, and, and that's what he did. Um, but there was a lot of hype for his forty, like that he's a DK Metcalf, he's a Debo Samuel. Um, he ran a four five five and a four five zero. Um, DK Metcalf was was a lot faster than that, so I think he ran a four three nine. Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so just a lot of hype for the forty. I mean, even in like early reports, like in November and December, there was talks of him being in the four three. So four five isn't isn't great, and then a lot of the comps are to AJ Brown and, and Debo and DK. And those are like three very explosive guys. And then even on his on-field work, like he wasn't like missing easy catches or having trouble staying in bounds. Um, but he, and it was just a couple of, of drills, but he just didn't look as explosive. But so I think he's going to slide down just a little bit, but I think kind of once, which they tell them not to, is once these, these uh, GMs and scouts fall in love with the player, which you're not supposed to, they kind of are hard from being dissuaded by that guy at all. So I think they're going to uh, maintain, and, and he's still going to go in the first round, but I think he might have slid a little, maybe to like pick 22. You know, you never know how these things go. Um, but yeah, so Traylon Burks went down just a little bit. I didn't know if you had anything on that.
1: Uh, no, Traylon Burks, I think he, uh, the com- like I said, the combine numbers weren't the best, but people see what potential he has. And like you were saying, the Debo Samuel mode, uh, just, he's, he's going to be fine. Uh, I think he'll still be there for you. What you guys are at twenty two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what wouldn't shock me? Like I said, there's so many good running or wide receivers in this draft that who knows? But he'll, I think he'll still be a first round pick. I just don't think he, you know, going into the draft, I thought he, or going into this combine, I thought he could be, you know, if he shows up and shows out that he could be the first wide receiver taken. But
0: there's there's no no, way, no no way now, no way, no. Not happening. Um, and then my last one. People could disagree with me if they want. Um, cornerback Derek Stingley. So a lot of scouting departments expected to see him um, perform at the combine. Uh, he did show up for the media portion of it, which will be at next year. What yeah. Up? Um, and he said uh, that he's the greatest um, when he's at his. I, I did. I didn't give you the full quote, but he said when he's at his when he's in shape and, and healthy, he is the greatest. Um, but he hasn't really been that in the last two seasons. He didn't have a pick in 2020 or the three games he played in 2021. So he's recovering from an injury right now, which is why he didn't, um, you know, participate at the combine. Yeah, the- but but when, when you have Sauce Gardner doing what he did, which I'm going to get into in a little bit, um, it's very important. And it's kind of like the Aquanu Evan Neal scenario. Yeah. This league is all about recency bias, and you're not recent right now, and, So, and you haven't been recent in a little.
1: So bit. he's got he's got the clear from uh, one of the top doctors in the country. The Liz Frank injury is like no joke. That's a bad injury in your foot. Um, he's cleared. You know, uh, he's all good, but it's just I don't want to say he's gonna be susceptible to injuries in the future. But like you said, he, great freshman year. If he came out as freshman year, would have been top five, top ten pick. Now, right? I, I think there's the amount of talent between the ends and the O tackles is, I don't think he'll be in the be in the top 10. It'll be a first round pick, but he's, his stock has definitely dropped, but he's going to go all out on his pro day. I see like late, late, late teens. Late teens. I, he's, he's going out on his pro day. So we'll see what happens there, but. um,
0: That's in three yep. weeks. So I'm curious how much more of an, you know, recovery wise. Um, So if he, you know, if he had to sit, he had to sit. I'm not knocking him for sitting, but I'm just saying is I, I think that, he went down a bit just being there, and obviously, you know, they all do the thing, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, but when you say it and then you don't even put cleats on, it's just not a great look, but yeah, I
1: understand. That's the LSU D-back, man. There. They're just supremely, yes, they're cocky, they're, you, know, they're, you know, they got that swagger and they just, they they, they like to talk shit straight up. So, um,
0: That's funny because I was just watching like an old draft clip of um, Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. And even then he was
1: a, whew, he was a, he was feeling himself before he even got drafted. And he's, he's felt himself all the way to getting way overpaid. So props to Jamal. Way overpaid. He, dude could yeah. sell, you know, ice to an Eskimo. My God. Um, oh, he should be an agent. He should be. He should, sure. be, he should be, he should be a hundred percent, hundred percent. All
0: right. Now let's, let's go with the three that you have uh, kind of sliding down the okay, boards. So, after this weekend. you know, you okay.
1: so when I say this first guy, I, I when I was going kind of doing my research, I didn't. There wasn't like a ton of guys that just like stood out to me that just had massive failures that were just were going to completely tumble out of the draft. Like I didn't see anybody who was like probably projected to be a first round pick to just to drop to the second, third, fourth round. So you know you kind of had to like pick and choose your people, right? So Kyle Hamilton, uh, safety out of Notre Dame. Um, a lot of people. You know, maybe midpoint during the season or whatnot had him maybe as a top five pick. His forty time wasn't good. I, from what I read, I think it was one of the worst among the safeties. He ran a four or five nine forty, which isn't which isn't terrible. I mean, he's a big guy. His vert his vert was good. His broad jump was good. Um, I, and when I say this, like I think kind of like Singletary, he might fall into the teens, and you could get a really good value pick on him. Um,
0: you think he'll go that far?
1: It. Because he's projected to go three right now. He's projected to go three right now. Around that, I would think they're saying he's like Derwin James type. I don't know. Derwin James fell into the teens, so I mean,
0: he did with an an injury. With an injury, so Kyle
1: Hampton, maybe, maybe he, maybe I'm an idiot, and this is going to be the worst uh, fall uh, pick that we've had so far. This will be the. It seems high
0: for a safety for me, uh, so I'm, I'm three, with you.
1: Uh, Three, I, I three to it. the Texans. Doesn't make any sense. They need a offensive line. They need. They need Deanne. I don't see that happening. But I could be wrong. Need, I, they need everything. We got a draft right? episode coming out, so you know, I'll I'll put on my big boy pants and show everyone out. Um. So David Bell, I also picked as as a, as someone who fell. Um. Really, kind of already an undersized wide receiver. Ran a four six five forty. He was under a thirty five inch vert. Which really isn't good um, at all. I think his stock has dropped tremendously. I mean, I don't. He's probably a third or fourth round pick. He might be a fifth or sixth round pick now, just because, like we've talked about. Already, like I feel like I'm on repeat, like ten times already. There's so many wide receivers in this draft that if you're if you're lacking in one department or now two departments, you know your your forty time and your vert like you're just going to drop it in the draft. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um you have any thoughts on any of the first two or before I go to my last guy?
0: So I just looked it up. Mel Kuyper, your guy, you know, your, your draft nerd, you love Mel Kiper. Uh He had him going four to the jets. Kyle, Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton.
1: Okay. Well, Mel, Mel Kuyper at four. At four. Okay. Well, if he was going to three, he's dropped in the draft. Okay. So let's, <laughs> um,
0: fair, fair enough. enough. All right. Fair so enough.
1: I, 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 like I said, dude, I was looking at like worst combine performances and I I hadn't, I seen multiple articles that said Kyle Hamilton. So I was like, you know what? Like, let's, let's go. Oh, I'm
0: not, I'm not doubting that he had a rough weekend. I'm just telling you that, that that's how (laughs) apparently that the, the rumors have gone out that he's projected to go that high, which. Is mind blowing for a safety, which will yeah, like you said, you know, we have the, the our draft episode. Like We're gonna really the jets get into it of
1: all teams. Like you know what, I'm gonna do this again. Jamal Adams, no, nah, we got him at right. five. Let's get Kyle Hamilton at four. That makes total sense. So right. that would be a jet move. So yeah. that you know, that should kind of negate him. My,
0: I think Robert Sala wouldn't be able to help himself. Yeah, and he wasn't there for the Jamal Adams era. Yeah, so. it
1: kind of yeah, well... We can't start talking about drafts now. We can't because I, I'm going go, okay, we'll go to go too far we'll off topic. To. You still have another guy. Yeah, to so go. I, I picked Tyron Williams, another Notre Dame guy, uh, running back. Um, you know, there's a lot of great running backs that showed up. You know, Brees Hall from Iowa State. You know, Kenneth Walker from Michigan State. Uh, Tyron Williams is already he's at he's normal sized. Okay, he's five nine. He's one ninety four. Not going to say he's small because some of us are five nine. And um, he ran a four six five Barely. forty. Um, he had a 32 inch vert. So he just being that size and, you know, the athleticism you need to have in the running pack position now in the NFL, um, wasn't really impressive. Um, you know, like, like we talked about before, like, you know, running backs, you know, Najee Harris went in the first round last year. Like you don't have a ton of first round running backs, you know, high, you know, you got some guys that are going to go in the second, whatever, but, uh, I think he's really, uh, dropped his draft stock to being like a maybe like sixth, seventh round pick. Um, just cause he didn't he didn't really show up. And he can he can maybe improve by the time the pro day happens, but I think he I think he hurt his stock. because um, I think, you know, you watch him play. He makes some great plays at Notre Dame. He was consistent there for the four years he was there. Um, but uh I don't think that he um helped his stock at all. And sometimes you just gotta you gotta separate yourself from the pack in at least one of those things. And he and he didn't do that. So i think he's hurt his stock
0: i agree and it was it was overall just kind of disappointing because as far there's i think the two kind of weaker groups in this draft are the running backs and the quarterbacks. so i was kind of looking at, and you know we got to see, like you say Ken walker and we got to see a couple other guys step up um but i would like to see a little more out of the running backs and whole, as a whole and that one was just kind of kind of a letdown no. but that's really all i had on that one but um I do, as we said before the show started I and we'll go into it in our next episode but I really don't expect to see a single running back go in the first Yeah there's, I mean like this a, weekend there, there's buzz about it but not yeah, enough Yeah
1: it's it's uh it's it's at the end of the first it's not like a 20s like a Najee Harris who kind of who who stands out um but, yeah, we but knew the thing that the thing coming. is with this man like like a guy like Kyron Williams or Brian Robinson from Alabama, like some of these guys are going to slide to the end of the draft. You know, they're going to be six seventh round picks and they're going to end up being great quality pieces to have on special teams. You know, um, uh, injuries always happen. So guys always step in um, like anybody on the 49ers, you know, anybody who the 49ers pick at running back.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Draft him in fantasy because he's going to do, you're going to play. play and you're yeah. going to probably be yeah. very productive. So, um, yeah, there's, there's, that's running running back university Dude, that right is there. Running for back 49ers. university, 100. So
0: they get more they than did, enough. They do. So with the Ravens close behind, Ravens them. close
1: behind them. Yeah, JK Dolla. Oh, yeah. So there, uh, there's definitely depth and quality. And like I said, looking forward to the our, our mock drafts and our draft episodes coming up here. But uh, yeah, combine was fun. Some you know I said like Kyle Hampton dropped one pick. I'm not wrong. I'm not right, but we'll, uh, whoa. whoa. Me, me and Mel Kuyper, just we 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 hadn't actually communicated this week and he's been busy, so that's probably why
0: Right. Well you'll, you'll touch base on to this, this week. Sure.
1: All right.
0: So now we're gonna do a quick um we're gonna do our favorite combine performances from a single player. No, this is not me giving my Raiders stamp of approval. I mean, obviously it kind of is, but not realistically. And then Eric will do his as well. Uh, I'm going to give mine to Ahmad sauce Gardner, who apparently does not indulge in the sauce. Uh, went to the combine, did great in the interviews, got a little ahead of himself and told his mom she could retire. I I'd wait for the first paycheck pal, but I, I think it's great to show how important family is to you. Then he doubles down. He runs a four, four, seven, um, for his 40. Um, he had a great field workout. Definitely of the defensive backs. He was the smoothest, you know, obviously with the, uh, you know he's very fluid. He's able to flip his hips. Um, he just looked very clean. Like so many of these guys, might give to switch to receiver. But I, I understand not everybody can be a receiver. But they just look so crisp and uh, and sharp out there. So he was definitely one of them. And as I said, with Stingley sitting out, it was really his his uh, throne to take. So I think he's already heavily favored as one of the top DBs in the draft. You know, behind your guy Kyle Hamilton at four, um, but. You know, he he put his goal up there that he doesn't want to give up a TD in the NFL either. You know, that's, that's nice. You never know if he's correct, and that would be awesome as well. Um, but I, I think he just really helped himself. And then just on top of it, saying that you don't, regardless of if he never touched the field, saying that as already being a top DB recruit that you don't drink and you don't smoke, you've already flown up boards <laughs> because how sick are these guys of drug tests and alcohol-related issues and DUIs and like, it never ends, and and anyone can falter and go back to that kind of stuff. But that he put that out there that he wants his mom to retire and he doesn't use any illicit substances. Like, buddy, you are. Woof, that's what they want. They want someone obsessed with football and nothing else, which isn't all that realistic. But so Sauce Gardner, I think, is going to go very high.
1: Oh, hundred yeah. percent. I loved his whole weekend. He's, um, I think he's spending himself over Singletary right now, unless he, you know, he has a crazy pro day. Um, but yeah, he's a stud. Stingley? Stingley, yeah, Stingley Singletary, I don't know what I'm saying. Stingley, <laughs> I was like, wait, media, what the fuck? Stingley, same thing. Um, for me, uh, I gotta go Olivier, man. He, uh, what he ran Like a 4.2640, um, fast. I think he, he, obviously fast. Um, and he, like that wide receiver room in, in, uh, at Ohio State was crazy. And he's kind of separated himself from his, from his buddies. a love it. What did I call him? Olivier, Olivier? T- it's been a long <laughs> night, guys. It's been a long night. Yeah, yeah Eric wants yeah, the overnight, overnight shift, tip. so uh, yeah, I caught him right yeah, when he woke the, up. This is this is all for the brand, so. I was like, Olivier I mean, Vernon? Yeah. Who are you talking about? Chris Olave. It's, 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 Okay, Chris Olave from Ohio potato, State. It's, it's the same thing. Um, it's an, yeah, I'm sure, sure yeah. He would tell me differently, but. Um, he I think he separated himself. Um like you know, it, especially if, if the Raiders were picking higher, he would a thousand and you know, the Raiders love speed and if they got Olivia Olave <laughs> Olivier, like Olivier <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop, guys. I apologize.
0: Uh I think he's Eric is talking about Chris Olave, everyone.
1: Yeah. Um so I is. I think he separated himself. Um I think he could he'll he'll end up being the top wide receiver taken. Um, but
0: uh, yeah. You saw it was drop drop back to like a four three nine.
1: Yeah, it's that on the unofficial times and stuff. I it's yeah, that
0: was a buzzkill. Oh. Um, I mean, it's still a phenomenal time. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but no, and and he looked great on the him. I mean, him and Garrett Wilson, like those the two of them, like they're both going to be explosive yeah. wherever yeah. they go. I mean, I'm a little more favorable to Wilson just kind of because of his mm-hmm. length and. He just kind of looked like the better athlete overall, but they were both like making great catches and away from their bodies. Doesn't Alave
1: want to be a Raider though? You know that
0: he does. He does. Uh, he said it's his brother's favorite team. His family's a big fan. He's like he would love to go to Vegas. So anytime I hear that, you know I'm I'm going. Nuts I'd love to for go that, to Vegas, but,
1: but hire a driver.
0: Right? Yeah. Take a taking over. You- but he's not from Alabama, so there we go. I think we're taking a break on the receivers for a little hope. bit. Yeah. All right. So those are our two. So Chris Olave and Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Those are our two favorite performances from the weekend, and I I love both of those. Um, Next, we're gonna wrap it up with a send it award for each of us. And uh, here we go. What
1: is that? It's a major award.
0: I'm gonna give the bold award to Kyler Murray. Non combine related, but uh, as we all saw, he wrote a him and his agent wrote a lengthy letter. Basically, saying that he wants to be a Super Bowl champion, but he also wants to be compensated appropriately, which means he wants to be paid like Pat Mahomes. Um, it's awkward timing. It's just awkward in general. Uh, you had one playoff appearance and you lost. Um, kind of known for having this, you know, second half crumble. Um, and I can't really talk much because I want Derek Carter to get an extension. Not a big one, but an extension. Um, and he's really only had a playoff loss under his belt as well. But there's also no way in hell that Derek Carr could be paid like Pat Mahomes. And Kyler Murray's no exception to that uh, standard. So I think it's nuts. I did see that uh, Kingsbury and GM Steve Keim both got extensions. And Kingsbury and Kyler have the same agent, which is also awkward. So the whole situation in Arizona is just weird. And I saw today that he's planning to sit out. Of training camp, if he doesn't get what he wants, the angry little guy. So, yep, the bold award, Kyler Murray.
1: Yeah, Kyler, uh, I, the, the timing behind that, it's, it's, it's this generation, man. It's like, meh, meh, meh. Why not, you know, just like go out there and prove it, dude? You know, like be like, bet, all right, I got you, and just go ball out this season. Um, yeah, the, the, the Steve Kime extension made sense. Kingsbury did not, but, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on in Arizona. The Bid, Bidwells are a good family, uh, the, but I don't know what's going on. It's it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I don't know what anyone really did to, to deserve that. Um, I I mean, I did like the roster mm-hmm. they put together, but it just the whole. Well, thing yeah. Kingsbury really even sense, said
1: that so. he's like, yeah, you know, when Deandre Hopkins was out, I really didn't readjust to make it easier for Kyler. I was like, okay, well I don't, I wouldn't really admit that, but you know, I <laughs> would have I thrown have that out there, out but, there, but you probably threw that out there after you got the extension. So, uh, whatever. Right. I signed uh, it there. I'll say uh, it now. Yeah. I signed the anymore. paper. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that develops throughout this season. All
0: right. And now, uh, so who is my, your um, Senator? My award Senator Ward
1: is like, really, bro? Uh, you, you can't be serious. Um, so that's a kind of a long. Um, so, we can
0: just. The really bro, you can't be serious. Really bro, you word. can't
1: be serious, bro. The Washington, the GM of go. the Washington Commanders, called Brett Feach, um, checked in on his family, asked how his wife and daughter were doing. Brett said, "You hey, know, everyone's fine. You know, every, the things are good." And then he asked, "Hey, uh, bro, hey, bro, what uh, what do we have to give you to get Patrick Mahomes?" And uh, Brett Feach immediately hung up the phone. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, shoot your shot, man. Shoot your shot. I have shot my shot sometimes and it was just like, you know, you're shooting for the star. Sometimes it sometimes it uh sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. Um I really would have loved to just be be on the, the third person on that call just listening as you could hear a pin drop and then the phone hang up. So uh way to shoot your shot, bro.
0: I picture the scene in Goodfellas where they're all laughing. Yes, yes, that meme.
1: Yes. That is that is exactly That's what I yeah, how I would feel about the situation. So you know, yeah. sugar shoot your shot, man. But come on, bro. Seriously. Like, yeah. Stop.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the reports are that they're desperate for a quarterback. They, I mean, it's not like that's not surprising news. They should be desperate for a quarterback. I mean, the, the Heineke thing is not the solution. And and no one wants to go to that. They don't have a fan base. It's in a no one wants to live in D.C. It's just that's a, the say
1: yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it it's a you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a legendary franchise, man. They have multiple Super Bowls. So, yeah, I don't it's ridiculous
0: not anymore they're the commanders they they restarted
1: you just need to get dan snyder out of there man that dude's just a pos
0: yeah yeah he needs to remove himself all right um so that's that's gonna be the end of the episode for us uh free agency starts in my math's bad eight days um and then soon we're gonna be able to listen to this sweet sound oh eric i know you like that (laughs) yeah That's that's magic. Yeah, Uh, you know, and those those Roger Goodell hugs, they're coming in April. So we'll get some free agency stuff together for you. It's already starting. Von Miller's hinting that he's going back to the Broncos. Van Noy's um, released by the by the
1: Pats. Um, Orlando Brown Jr. You know, he's going to get the franchise tag. Tyron Matthew is
0: uh, all but gone. Likely gone. People are tired of his Facebook his, posts. Like, his let me just say Instagram this, and I,
1: I know you got to run, but his Instagram, like God, I love you, dude. Thank you for bringing us the Super Bowl. But like, do we have to put every emotion on Instagram? Do we have to do?
0: You kind of think he's bipolar. Uh, it's like Chiefs are toxic. God, I love KC. It's do like, what you it's want.
1: Like, it you really can't is replace me. What the hell is it's going? Like, you know, yeah,
0: yeah, he, it, yeah, love he's is blind, man. And then blind. I saw that the Packers, love is blind. Here's another. Uh, think about this. Uh, f- you know, you guys might get rid of Frank Clark. Zedarius so Smith is likely to be. Yeah, so is
1: Dexter Lawrence. So Big
0: Z. And
1: Ooh. but it's. It, I just can't wait. It's like it's. I can't wait, dude. I yeah. Can't wait. Uh, you guys can't see Eric's
0: face right now, but he's just like now. He's yeah, now I'm he's awake. awake. Interesting. Yeah. He's awake for. He's yeah. awake for Olivier. <laughs> <laughs> Olivier Mont. i was thinking of Olivier right, That's
1: the end. Of- that's yeah, so what I was making. Sure so you
0: were. All right. So that's the end of the episode. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers gives a decision on Pat Mack tomorrow. I'm tired of him.
1: That's it for the show. Devontae Aaron, Tobias. I just want to, if you're, if you're going to listen to this, just avoid Denver. Just, just don't go there, okay? Avoid it. That's a whole other conversation
0: we have to have. Oh, my God.